Hey, this is Jose Galison of No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me just about anywhere podcasts are at. My guest today is fucking Top Lobster. Uh, the topic today is just who the fuck is Top Lobster. That's just kind of what we're going to be talking about, who he is, what he's about. Um, you know, as always, give me money, patreon.com, so that's No Way Jose 2020. You can give me crypto and the fed.app, also No Way Jose 2020. Uh, go check out Top Lobster. Uh, motherfucker is doing good shit. Uh, he's got great shirts. He just did my rebranding, which I'm super grateful for. Uh, and yeah, let's go ahead and bring this dude on. Let's fucking do it. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, Jose? Not How's much. it going, I man? Just, going good. Yeah, no, dude, I wanted to bring you on because it's like, I don't know if you've done any now. I've, I saw you on an episode with Reed, but it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like you just kind of popping up in the scene. I mean, not that you have, you've already always kind of been in the background, but it's like no one ever, no one, like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you about? Like, I mean, I'm, we're not trying to dox you. I know you've already had that, <laughs> but like, you know, just like what, what makes you tick? Like, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on stuff? Like shit like that, you know, like, cause you're just kind of the guy in the background with the dope ass fucking drawings and shit. And yeah, so man, I'm I just kind of wanted to get, you know, you better. Just a random lobster man that loves Liberty and loves to fucking draw some shit. And I decided to draw some shit for you guys. <laughs> you're actually you're actually my second uh, solo show. I was on with Tommy Salmon's uh, last Friday. I think that episode is going to come out soon. That was that I was contacted you first. It was my idea first, wasn't it? Actually, <laughs> uh, it's uh, if Justin Campbell is listening, <laughs> Justin contacted me uh, to go on Peddling Fiction. I have to get back at him, and uh, and then uh, Matt from Why Libertarian contacted me a while back. So I'll, I'm going to be on next week with him. Dude, Matt's the shit. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's Matt awesome. and and all those blue star guys, man, they're, they're fucking awesome, and they and they're close to me, so maybe I'll meet them up one day. They're pretty yeah, cool. So, so the lobster thing is that is that a Peterson thing or is that a fucking? Because you're obviously from the north, so like I was talking before, I'm originally from Maine, so that's obviously like a big Maine thing. It's lobsters. So yeah, I didn't know if I, I mixed uh, the two or I don't do that kind of hunting. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a the first chapter of Jordan Peterson's first book. Uh, where he talks about the the lobster and basically um, the lobsters will fight with each other. And every time one wins, he gains more dopamine and he stands up lo- uh, larger and uh, and taller. And that makes him th- the top lobster. So yep. I, uh, I kind of took that from him because he was one of my inspirations kind of coming into this this liberty, weird liberty thing. The, the Man, the, the road that I took here has been so skewed. But uh yeah, so I, I took that from him and I've been using that for a little while to, I don't know. At first, at first I was just kind of shit posting and then I got banned. And then I started to do like weird t-shirts for whatever the hell I thought was cool. And eventually it turns into this this kind of odd niche thing where I'm designing for podcasts and uh, profile pictures or whatever whatever people need. I mean, it's pretty fucking smart because it's like, uh, I mean, every one of us, like when we get started, like... I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm fairly decent at carrying a conversation. I usually I kind of lean on my guests a lot, you know. But I mean, that's one of the biggest things for me starting was like, uh, you know, like, you know, having a fucking some art intro, whatever shit like that. So it's like filling that niche. And then there's always like, there's so many people, and it's like you obviously you get on the ground floor, you know, you like you get your name in there, you know. It's some dude who's like, you know, like me. I mean, I think when I hit you up, I was still probably under uh, 150 subscribers maybe even under 100 when i hit you up i mean uh it took a while to do the branding but you, you got around to it eventually but like fucking now i'm at almost 300 i don't know hopefully it keeps going we'll see you know like so i mean it kind of makes sense from even from just an economic perspective I'm not saying that you're just being some 
crafty cunt that's like i'm gonna you know <laughs> but i mean even just, then even if you are there's nothing wrong with that but <laughs> it's, it's just it's grifting kind of just straight up grifting <laughs> yeah, you know people people talk shit about grifting but there ain't nothing wrong with it i mean i guess it depends like if you're weird and about it it really just depends on how you go about it but the other day like i mean you, you're you're trying to like i mean don't get me wrong me and you are both trying to have fun but i mean you're trying to make money i mean I'm trying to make money, but I'm, I, I also am not disillusioned that I'm ever going to be like rich or anything. It is like, it's mostly for fun, but it all is also like a small part of it. It's like, it's nice to have a little bit of a revenue stream. And if I can get a little bit of a revenue yeah. stream, fuck yeah, I'm about it. But like, we're fucking well, capitalists here. <laughs> what uh, I originally started doing uh, print on demand stuff. So I was doing is it's called Amazon merch. You can make designs, submit them to Amazon. They approve them. And then they're on online and you can sell them. So I was doing that kind of stuff. And I was trying like, uh, I don't know, bullshit like Mother's Day or, you know, topical things. Because people, when, when you first get into this, they're like, oh, you got to do topical stuff that's seasonal. That'll sell. And I was doing that. I wanted to, let me let me just preface this. I wanted to make myself uh, uncancelable, if that's, that's the word people use. You know, I, I have a good job. I, I drive a truck or whatever. But I, I don't. I don't think that I don't think that life ends there at your job. I think you should be constantly trying to be self-sustaining in any kind of way. So, so I was like, all right, I can draw. Let me see what I can do. And uh, you know, I bought a, a tablet, then bought a better one, Ben, and then bought another one, and then use a different operating system to eventually what you see now. And uh, so, yeah, originally I was doing like I don't know bullshit niche stuff for like uh, Father's Day and Easter and shit like that, and and I hated it. So I was like, I don't, I don't really like this. I was making sales, but it's, it's not for me. It's like so I was like, kind of almost, I would think, you know, not, not at all. Not yeah, at, I, like, yeah, at you. exactly. I, I, if man, I could make a full salary off of it and I just, I still would not want to do it. So I was like, well, what do I like? And I was like, I like conspiracy stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a libertarian, I guess, if you want to call it that, I, if, if you notice in my profile, I don't say libertarian or anything like that. I just liberty lobster but i don't don't put it really a title on me i guess and cap whatever i don't care um so yeah so i was like you know i'm just gonna do liberty shit and start doing like liberty drawings and i was doing that and i was like put it on facebook put it on twitter for a year maybe yeah putting it putting it on me we and all these places and uh you know it's it's kind of like insanity when you just keep doing something and there's just no response to it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing it anyway. <laughs> no one's yeah. no one's really paying attention, but I'm just going to keep doing it. So I just kept doing it and, and doing it. And uh, I think uh, one of the first things that got picked up was uh, my Libertarian Tupac for Dave Smith. I don't know if you saw that, that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. <laughs> he did like a, a weird limited release around. Uh, I think it was around the election. So that was pretty cool. And I was like, all right, uh, you know. It's, you know, what I'm doing here is not like complete garbage because some people like it. And I, you know, he made some sales off of that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going with that. And that's just what I did. I just keep drawing and keep drawing. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this in this though, it's like, I mean, it's kind of similar to sort of what I do. It's about building a name for yourself. And it, and it makes sense that you found this niche to like build a name. Cause like, I mean, everyone's, I mean, there are so many people that are just creating like the, the, you know, the, the print shit you know they figured out how to some program and make some art and do t shirts i mean i know it's a little unique for you because you actually draw them a lot of people just have like programs like i have i know multiple people do that and there's nothing wrong with that you know it's it's a side hustle but it is like if you want to set yourself apart from the others and make a name for yourself you know you got kind of be different and there is something to like plugging away because i mean that's what i mean i've been doing this for fucking 
well over like probably six, seven, eight months. And like, so it's like, it's, you got to build up a name for yourself and it's a lot of its reputation. And so I don't know, there definitely is like, I don't know, you definitely did find a good little niche and I, I definitely dig it. Uh, just real quick, cur- uh, real quick, kind of curious, because you brought up uh, Peterson a bit ago, and I used to be a, not wouldn't say a huge fan, but I was kind of a big fan of him. He was very interesting, but I think like, I don't know for me personally, there was a period of time where I was very enamored with him, but then after a while, I personally, probably a lot of people might get irritated, started to realize he talks in a lot of prof- profoundities. I believe is the word I, I've heard before, where he says shit that sounds really profound, but then you really think about it, and you're like, that's not that fucking profound. Like, like he has a way <laughs> yeah. of speaking about him, and I, don't get me wrong, like he is kind of saying basic shit, so it is like important, but I don't know, especially a lot of times with like a, like a lot of his religious shit where he's talking like. And he gets he gets so out there and abstract, and then you really then break down what he's really saying, and you're like, oh, like we're really not saying anything that deep, you know what I mean? I don't know <laughs> if you have a similar similar thought. I, I kind of got like got lost with him after a while, but he he definitely is still a unique thinker in his own right. But I don't know, that's kind of been my thing. I got a little less enamored with him as time went on, but I realized like, oh, he just has a way of speaking about him that makes it sound like everything he's saying is really fucking deep, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess I sort of agree. I, you know, his, his biblical series for me was, uh, I thought that was some of his best work. And I, I see, I see what you say <laughs> about like uh, religion and stuff. And I, I, I get it. I understand. But I, yeah. I thought that, I thought that some of his, uh, yeah, the, the biblical series, at least one through three was pretty damn good. But, uh, where, where he lost me was, um, I don't. I guess I don't know. I wasn't really a Republican. I'm. I'm not. A, wasn't a Republican at the time. But during the Kavanaugh trial, when uh, he came out and he he called, he said, uh, "Listen, you know the the Republicans should just uh, put this guy, put him away because he's causing too much chaos, and we need to have some common ground." And at that time, I was like, "No, fuck you! Like mm-hmm. this is uh, it's there's no compromise. Like he he should know that he's the one who said that you don't apologize to the mob." So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, hmm." You know, it's like kind of like Elon Musk on SNL, like somebody somebody got to you and you kind of changed your tune here. So yeah. from then I was suspicious. And then I don't know, his most recent thing where he said he's getting the, the vaccine, even though sorry, he's getting it, even though he had the virus. Yeah, don't, well. don't worry. I don't care. Like I, I, <laughs> my big thing is I'm trying to hit 300. That way I can uh, sync my shit up to library and then. I mean, I haven't really been censoring. I know you said like, oh no, the Vex, but like, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm like 20 subs away. So I'm like, so if you're watching this now, go fucking sub. Cause I am <laughs> like, it would be shitty if you did somehow magically get me taken down like fucking 10, 10 to 20 subs before I get to my goal or whatever. But, you know, be able to get it on library. I mean, which even then I could, I could still put it on library. I'm just being lazy and it's just nice to have it sync up with your YouTube channel because yeah. I'm pretty sure you can do it manually that way, but I'm not worried about it. Uh, I mean, just, I guess don't be dropping like end bombs and stuff. You know, we'll save that for the group. Oh, chat. That's, that's not yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's frowned on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's where, that's where he lost me. He really yeah. lost me because it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess it, just say what you're going to say and don't, and be unapologetic about it. Don't, don't backtrack. That's my, that was my theory at the time. and kind of still is my theory. Say what you mean because the rest is all lies. Yeah. That's actually a chapter in his book, right? Whatever, man. Fuck that guy. That guy fell off. Yeah, yeah I honestly, I I listened to like pretty much listened to like all his podcasts and stuff. I never really like uh, read any of his books or st- anything like that. But uh, I don't know. That was just kind of like after a while, he just kind of 
I realized because I, I know you brought the big book stuff, but like his big thing is like how a lot of it's just literary metaphors and like how it's these deep archetypes and stuff like that. And it's like once you really realize, like, oh, you're just saying like everything's the hero's journey, like in a literary sense. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like oh, okay, it's cool, cool concept. But then when you realize, like, oh, like, so you're just kind of like, uh, you're really just more of a literary lesson than anything. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I think, I think people like Jordan Peterson. It's like for me to say this, but I, I think that they're like uh, stepping stones in your, in your like, your learning, uh, mm-hmm. your learning journey. So you go from him, and then, and then you go to the next person. What, what can I learn next? I told someone on Twitter the other day that Republicans are are libertarians who stopped learning. They just mm-hmm. they they get to a certain point and they're like, "This must be it," and then they then they stop. And you know, I don't know. Maybe they're salvageable, or maybe they're just ignorant. Yeah, there's That's a reason why so many people. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people like libertarian types that come from the left, but a lot, a lot, a lot come from the right, and it's because we are ingrained with those like liberty values. It's just that we don't. Mostly, we just don't apply logic and think them through. We just go hoorah, you know, liberty. That's fucking awesome. But then we don't realize, like, yeah, but in reality, like what you're advocating is not at all liberty. You know, like so <laughs> it's close. Like, it's yeah. a, it's like a perverted, retarded version of liberty. And maybe if you keep thinking it through, you can get to where. Sometimes I wonder if if what I think and know now is the is is like the end all be all. It seems yeah. like it, but I've in the last five years or so, I've let so many ideas die and what I believe die in general. Mm-hmm. I've gotten comfortable with it, you know? Yeah, so, I know. We'll I, I feel like I'm still kind of always evolving someone in my thinking. So I, I that is one thing I do genuinely try my best to not be a cunt about like concepts, like thoughts that I have, like. For example, a lot of people know that I'm I'm I don't agree that we should utilize it. And we'll get into this later because I want to hear your thoughts. But I don't utilize I don't agree with like strategically with utilizing the political system to further liberty. But I always try my best, like my absolute best to caveat with it's like I'm not trying to fight with you. Me and you, like we usually the people I'm talking with about this are like we have the same end goal. <clears throat> like, but it's like I just disagree with you on strategy. And I also am like, and also in the same breath. A year from now, I could have a completely different idea. Like this is just <laughs> what I think now. Like yeah. it, you know, what I mean, like you you could be right. Like I, I like I just had an episode with a fucking um, with Clint and uh, you know if you confirm Lanklet or tra- Travis, uh, uh, we did yeah. like a fitness episode, and we were it came up that we were like I Mr. brought Cum up Gutters. yeah Mr. Come Guys. We were talking <laughs> about how like how like like a lot of life is fake it till you make it, and like I I brought up that like I'm kind of to some extent always not a hundred percent sure about what I'm saying. So it's like, that's why it's like, you kind of also always be careful to not like be so indignant because there's so many things that like I can think of that earlier in life, I was very indignant about being right about. And then now I'm like, Oh fuck, I was such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I was so wrong. (laughs) You ever get like embarrassed? Like sometimes I'm just like driving and randomly I'm like, I said that like 15 years ago. Oh God, the fuck man. Yeah. <laughs> now the fake it, fake it till you make it shit is actually interesting because I'm I'm every day I wake up I'm I'm just waiting to let you motherfuckers down. Like eventually yeah. I'm like man you know I don't know I'm doing this shit for Josh like every week and I'm like I just feel like I'm gonna let everybody down eventually. <laughs> but whatever we'll see how it goes. I mean I don't know really how you could unless you start producing like shit fucking drawings. I don't know. <laughs> but you're doing pretty good so far. So luckily it's like you're so much hinge on like if you i don't know if you say terrible things online because like like somebody like a podcast like josh if he says some like fucked up shit like 
that could like really fall. And I guess it could kind of you too, but at the same time it is like, well, here's like my drawings and you kind of, to some extent, hang out in the background. And so I can see why you have too, because it's like <laughs> the more you come out in the light, the more you expose yourself to a downfall to some extent. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So. so Josh put up the other day, he's like, who should I have on the show? And and a couple of people are like, oh, do Top Lobster. And I was like, maybe he should wait until he sees me talk <laughs> with like Tommy and then now Jose <laughs> to make sure that I'm not a complete retard. Which I, I, mean, I thought he did, did good in Tommy show. I mean, that's I haven't seen uh, well not Tommy show, but on the uh, the Reed show, uh, I haven't oh. seen you obviously in Tommy's yet. Uh, did he even release it yet? I think uh, whatever day is today, Friday. I think he said. But uh, yeah, that show was wild, man. Quincy's yeah. Quincy's a wild motherfucker, man. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed Reed's face. I hope Reed I hope Reed sees this. I enjoyed Reed's face like during certain <laughs> parts of that show because I was kind of like poking I was poking Q a little bit. I was like, you know, don't tell him about the eating ass. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, Reed. It's funny. I had him on my show and we were talking that like I kind of had a weird vibe about him at first because he that was a great episode. Up. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, you, that was, oh, you sent good. it to uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Because I had like a weird vibe because he did kind of like have all these people that were super like kind of blue pilled ish and like so I was very like hesitant and I hadn't really listened to him a lot so I was like and he always was and then realized like later I'm like no dude this dude's fucking bass like he's just mm-hmm. I don't know it's just kind of it's just kind of funny like how perceptions can 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 make make you ha- like think things you know he's read pilled yeah let me yeah. let me throw something by you I got an idea last night uh to do like another T shirt and uh like Ron Paul I guess maybe hand in a pill. And it'll say uh, Ron Pilled. I don't know. Ron Pilled. Ron Pilled. Ron Pilled. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, Scrap I'd have fit. to see it. I'd have to see it. I'd have to oh, see it. I got, I got to draw the whole thing. And show. Okay. All right. Well, I'll well, well I mean, it's hard to tell. <laughs> when you're talking about something that involves aesthetics, it is like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get that it is like, fuck, I got to draw it up. But you're like, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I got to see it first. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it know. goes. <laughs> I'm trying to envision it. I mean, it's also like what the, what the picture is in your head might be like way cooler than the picture in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> so forget it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're the artist, so I, I, I don't know. I just talk shit. <laughs> uh, so you're a family guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get wife, kids, all that shit. Wife, two kids, uh, under three. My daughter's going to be three soon. My son just turned one. So, shit. you know. Yeah, man, that stage is it's crazy in this house. Yeah. How, how old are you? Uh, thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay, early thirty. I'm thirty-two. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want doctor stuff, you give me a rough estimate. Yeah, I'm I'm twenty-nine, and I have I have two daughters, eight and eleven. <laughs> oh, wow, so you started early. Yeah, yeah. this guy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy smashes, man. Yeah, or at least I used to. I've been married for like ten years. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, so that, that shit drops off after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, talking in the pre with uh, Clint and uh, Travis, and like you see a mustache now, and uh, like I like that she hates mustaches. So every now and then, just for fun, I like grow it out and see. And she's also super <laughs> unobservant, so it'll take a while before she even notices <laughs> I have one. And like she still hasn't yelled at me. She's like, I don't know how. I think she's just like maybe she just noticed and didn't say anything. So I'm waiting for her to say something. He's like, no, baby, you gotta understand. There's this guy. He drives a truck. He's on YouTube. He has a great mustache, and yeah. we're all doing it. So, so, so I I, uh, I joked with them saying that like now I'm, what I'm gonna do is uh, this is gonna be like I I told them that, like now the joke is gonna be that like I'll shave it every time I get laid. So the bushier the bushier so, <laughs> my mustache is, the the rougher you know my life is right now. <laughs> 
yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. There's no, there's like no space. These kids are unapologetic, oh, man. Yeah, dude, and it's like it, it almost kind of only gets worse in some senses the older they get. I mean, oh, fuck. I mean, being that. married. I mean, I don't know how your old lady is, but my wife is like, there's no banging while the kids are up. So, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what yours is. So it's like, and then the older they get, the longer they're up, and then. Like, oh God, the more that they're actually like a formed human being that understands things. So you can't just be like, they're sleeping in the crib. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get yeah. in there. We're we'll getting there with the with the girl. She's like, she's repeating me now. So I'm like, shit, I got to watch what I say oh, around yeah. her. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that is that is rough. Like, especially because me and my wife have a little bit different philosophies there when it comes to like swearing. I kind of don't care. I mean, a lot of people like, if my kids swear, but then the problem is then they go to school and then they swear and they're like, oh my God. And then like, I, I don't care. Words a word. Like as long as they aren't like calling people and being mean to people, I don't care. But I don't know, whatever. My kids don't swear. Like really. I mean. Yeah. You know, you know I, actually my, my house is up for sale right now. I mentioned on the other podcast, but we're, we're trying to sell to like get more equity. And then obviously, well, obviously we want to move down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea is to make the money work in a way where we could have one person work. And then homeschool, so that way my kids could curse freely in the house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely am at a point where I'm really wishing I'd restructured my life a lot differently, and I'm making a lot of changes. And like now, my kids are a little bit older, and I really like I that is one thing I'm like I wish I had because my kids are in public school. I'll admit, I, I'm not in any way that like I'm trying to get the military right now. A lot most people know, so like finances are about to be tight there. So it's like I, I definitely can't swing. Also, then trying to have one of us homeschool, but it's like. You know, I mean, if I had known like what I know now, like I would totally restructured my life entirely differently. But, you know, it is what it is. You're, you're where you're at and you got to work from there and, you know, do what the best you can. So and it yeah. looks like you guys are doing that for sure. Like you definitely do not want to be where you're at. Like I always I've been saying a lot, like get the fuck out of the, the blue states and get out of the fucking cities. And I mean, it. I feel kind of bad because it's like I'm literally just there by a stroke of luck, like where I'm at in a rural red state. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You know, yeah. it. But I, I still stand by. That's where you need to be. But you know, man, know. the perception of of my family. I've been I've been living here my whole life. So the perception my family has on like rural America is kind of like I guess it's kind of how rural Americans see New York City. They're like, oh, you know, it's a bunch of rednecks. You go there, they're gonna shoot you. I'm like, whatever. Like I, where I grew up, there were shootings across the street from my house every day. So it's like they don't really understand. Or I guess they, they they don't value liberty or mm-hmm. or any kind of freedom or just uh, autonomy, and and it's when you talk to the people about that, especially family members, it's kind of maddening. That's why I'm a uh, on well on, we were talking before on Facebook. I'm way less amicable than I am on uh, on Twitter because I, maybe on Twitter I'm surrounded by my mutuals, people like you and and you know people who I respect, and if I don't like them, I just fucking block them. But on mm-hmm. on Facebook, it's my family, so I'm like. Ah. You know, how do I explain it? I, I've kind of given up trying to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were talking too. To, yeah. like a lot of this came out. A lot of this was actually straight up developed out of me forever ago getting an alt. And that's because like this is an alt. But I get that completely where you're like, it's you get to a point. You're like, why am I arguing with family? And it's like, I can probably change so many more minds by fucking like dealing with just random strangers than with my fucking family. Although it's like those are the ones you want to change the minds the most. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, at some point, it's like maybe if you start living your values, I feel like that's the better way to, because for example, my family is like very like get shitting on me for trying to go to the military for one, like, 
because they very much are like i understand where i'm coming like they get my my values and stuff but it's like the biggest they just don't understand because they're so caught up in the traditional american dream and how the money is supposed to be and you know you got like i'm halfway to a pension and blah 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 and like but it's like you know I mean, yeah, things might be tight, but like, I mean, they don't have this like Austrian economic like concept that we do. We're like, I don't know. I'm my big thing is like, I, I try to straight, uh, stress this a lot because I feel like I'm, I worry that I'm like trying to come off like I'm some sort of fucking like hero or some shit. Like, no, I'm, uh, I'm getting out for selfish reasons. I've been an ANCAP for a while and I knowingly stayed in the military. I mean, I'm a mechanic in the military. I felt bad about it. I still feel bad about it. But like, part of it was like this COVID shit where I'm like, fuck, I really am starting to think. The crash is a lot closer than we thought it was. And it was like, like, I mean, my personal opinion crashes. Like if you are like in any way reliant on the government, you're probably going to be fucked. But like, if you like, don't get me wrong. Like being a government employee is probably preferable than being some other generic person that's relying on the government, but it's still better to be not dependent on the government. So, yeah. cause like, that's my thing. And it's just like, I, it's like, even sometimes I'm like a wife who's a little bit further along than like my, the rest of my family. So like, they, it's so hard to be like, all right, well, all right, let's, let's talk human action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's hard to bring them along these lines. Like, well, if you understand the boom bust cycle and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, listen, Grandma, they just printed $3 trillion. <laughs> I try to explain this shit to my dad, too. And uh, it's he, he tells me the same thing. He's like, oh, you got a good job here in the city and, and, and this and that. What are you going to do? You're going to go to Florida? There's no there, there's no jobs in Florida, according to these people. And, you know, all kinds of crazy shit happens in Florida, according to them. But I'm like, like, uh, listen, I don't think you see you don't see the writing on the wall. Clearly, like we're all kind of just sitting on this sinking ship and uh yeah it's <laughs> and you don't notice it but i'm i'm kind of freaking out i'm freaking out for the rest of you guys and i, sh- I actually shouldn't be i'm stressing myself out with this shit oh no i've uh i mean this may be bad but i mean don't get me wrong like i part of why i'm doing this is to be like to let everyone else know but at the end of the day like I don't know if you've read Sterner, but like I always go on about Sterner and he's very much, he's a big individualist. And like, I kind of, my concept is it starts with the individual and you work out from there. The end of the day, my first concern is me. My second concern is my family. Third concern is my community and so on and so forth. So like, don't get me wrong. I have love for all y'all, but like, I mean, I'm doing my best to be like, Hey, it's what you got. Y'all got to do. But I mean, I can, you can, you can fucking, you was, was this thing about leading a horse to water where the fuck, you know I mean? You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Like, yeah, hey, like, you know, here's what's going on. And like, I mean, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to try my best to like do what the best thing is and let other people know I might be wrong, but for the most part, I'm trying to go the right way. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm legitimately like freaked out about the future as well, but like part of this is like too, like I also like with me like getting out and shit, like I'm more like I'm thinking long game too. Cause like my family and stuff and like, I don't know, like you know, things are getting weird. Yeah, definitely for sure. And like, you have to you have to do what's best for your family, whether yeah. that's staying where you're at or doing something else. So yeah. fuck what everyone else thinks. If they, you know, they want to if they want to be completely purist libertarian and say you shouldn't rely on the state. I mean, OK, but they're not paying your bills. Yeah. You know? no. So do what you got to do and use that as a fucking uh, a springboard to to your next thing. Set yourself yeah. up. That's, I, I tell everyone that's why, like, you know, I'm doing like this little what i guess is a side business but you should have a separate stream of income coming in that's it it's just it's real simple and everybody can do it even my wife is doing it now (laughs) it's kind of crazy to see because she was she's not like an entrepreneurial type she's more of a 
she's she's an RN, so she's a professional. And now she's kind of like she's doing stuff. She sees me making sales, I guess. So she's like, fuck it. This guy's an idiot. I can do it. And and she's doing well. But everybody should be doing that. That's yeah, it. no, I mean, there's something you can do. And I mean, like, I get it. It's hard. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have a wife, two kids. Fucking I have this podcast that I make. Oh, at this point, I'm making like, I don't know, 30 bucks a month, but it's something that it's growing, <laughs> it's you know? Fun, yeah. You know, like fucking, but then I also have my, then I also have a, I, I've, I've told, said before, I breed cats, which sounds ridiculous, but I breed hairless <laughs> oh, yeah. cats. So like, I mean, you know, there's always something you can do and like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We can't get sidetracked, but it's kind of like, I am seeing that me and you have a lot in common in a, in a way. Obviously you don't work for the state. But it's very similar to where, like, I mean, I'm trying to get out from, like, working for the state. You're trying to get out of the city. We're both, like, in the spot where we got some big life changes going on. And it's also, like, I feel like the normies, like, look at what the decisions we're making and are, like, yo, that's not the right move. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, like, so it is kind of, like, it. sometimes it is, like, kind of almost like the term gaslighting. You know, we always hear it in a different context, but it's like, to some extent, you're like, am I fucking crazy? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. But the, like, funny thing is, like, the funny thing is these people that are like, well, <laughs> be critical of, I mean, I don't know if the same thing goes with you, but like, there are so many fucking times that like, especially in the past year, they're like, holy shit, you've been saying this forever. Like you were totally right. Blah, blah, blah. You predicted mm-hmm. this, you predicted that. And you're like, well, like what, yeah. but like, why will you never like listen to me when I'm like the, the next thing, <laughs> you know, I, what I, I mean? realize it. Yeah, well, whatever, F- fuck them. Yeah. But I, re- I realize that on Facebook a lot. I, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't make like these points. I was, I used to like argue with them and say, well, this is actually why. And it, and it ended up with me defending like Donald Trump all the time. I'm like, these motherfuckers, you make me defend Donald Trump, but it's like, you're just so wrong that I. I felt like I had to. So I just stopped doing that. I Now I just post memes and just shit that will definitely offend you. And the amount of people, I'd say like maybe 15 people have private messaged me and said, hey, uh, hmm, there's some kind of truth to that. What do you think? What do you think about this? Because I noticed at my job, X, Y, Z. And I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And people that you wouldn't expect to be to be doing that. Yeah. They, they're still not out the closet. They're still blue pilled, but they, they know what's going on. And... You know what? If if they want to stay on that boat, then they're fucked. Whatever. Yeah. That's that's not that's not me. No, I told funny. you. It's funny too because it's like me and you probably like. I guess maybe you're not. I mean, you kind of are, but you like because uh, I'm more of a like doing the podcast thing. You're doing like more behind the scenes a little bit. But me and you both kind of have our personas online. But like at the same time in real life, and I've said this on podcast. I generally, I don't hide from the fact I'm an anarchist that I have these beliefs, but I also am not in your face about it. Like mm. generally speaking, I mean, if someone wants to get a conversation with me, but almost most people I know then like a day to day, no, that's, that's where I'm at. I just, I'm not like, I've gotten to the point, like, I don't know. It's kind of like, I've talked a lot about having like an angry atheist phase. I've kind of passed my angry anarchist phase where I'm like, yeah, I'm, here I am. Like, I mean, I'm just interacting with you as a normal human being. And like, if you ask me something related to it, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to back down. I'm also not going to be combative. I'm just going to casually be like, yeah, well, this, that, this, you know, if they ask me my opinion, you're like, well, I don't even think we should have this, you know, like, and like this that. is why you should go fuck yourself very yeah. nicely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even then, I, I found that's a good way to go because you don't really, I, it, it kind of almost doesn't cause arguments because you're not really, it's almost like yeah. you don't have this chip on your shoulder. And <clears> if you are coming off as lackadaisical and relaxed and as if it's not something to be ashamed of or boisterous about, then they, they're like, it just kind of normalizes it. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah, I don't know. Well, but, I, I used to I used to do like the small chat with the the guys at my job and kind of like plant seeds and stuff like that about uh, libertarianism or anarchy or whatever. But I've just been so busy drawing. So whenever I finish my route, if I get back to where where I'm, you know, where we sign out, I just kind of mind my own business. So they must. I think that they're actually worried. <laughs> they're like, damn, Danny's been saying this shit is going to collapse for a while, and now. It might actually collapse because <laughs> he's quiet. <laughs> so we've kind of beat around the bush a little bit. I kind of want to talk about religion because we've talked a little bit offline, not offline, but online, but off of this. And uh, uh, based like, and true. Based and true. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we had joked before that I was going to just going to like to pull like a malice and be like, religion, based and uh, fake and gay or based and awesome. No other choices. <laughs> go. Like, yeah. But. So, so you you think it's based in okay? So you're straight up religious because I was getting the vibe that like no. you had some like weird weird no <clears throat> no okay so explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a kind of thing where we were just talking about where you you discover libertarianism and then you're like holy shit guys there's like freedom that we don't have and then I got to tell you about it and then there's things about libertarianism like the libertarian party that that just upset you. And then, you know, you kind of go down that rabbit hole. Then I'm like, I don't want to be involved with. So that, yeah, I went through that transformation with uh, religion, I guess, Christianity. I, I met my wife in the church. We, we, I played guitar for years and uh, that's what we did there. I kind of ran the music ministry there and then, uh, you know, things happen and, and you realize that, that the church is, is filled with people. It's not, it's not necessarily what whatever you think of God, God as. So, uh, but you already know that. I think your your issue is with the whole God thing itself, which to me is neither here nor there. But yeah. Well, I ge- I generally take the. Uh... I, know, I, I, I am an atheist, but I am an agnostic atheist because a lot of people don't understand the terms. Uh, agnostic or Gnostic is a, I mean, I don't know, you might know this or not, but agnostic or Gnostic, but for the listeners, uh, that is a, there answers to different questions. Agnostic or Gnostic is a, is a question of knowing. Generally speaking, I don't like Gnostics in any regard for the most part, unless you're talking about something extremely like based in reality, like this is a cup and you're holding a cup. Like, sure. Okay. You can know that. I mean, I mean, we can get in like very philosophical and be like, well, technically you don't know that because you're basing it off of only your senses. And but, but for the most part, we can be, you know, kind of base ourselves in reality and go, yes, that, that, that's an okay thing to be Gnostic about. For most things in general, I, I generally don't like people that are certain to that extent or Gnostics. And I, we kind of talked about earlier about anything, especially a God claim. Like if you're claiming there's a magic man in the sky that does this or that or whatever i know it i'm like no the fuck you don't <laughs> like <laughs> well, i mean you aristotle, may think you know it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. aristotle said so, the only thing i'm certain of certain of is that yes. i that i don't know anything exactly so, yeah yeah now, now atheism or theism is a matter of belief and so then belief is just right. something that meets your like like your your level of evidence that you would accept for a claim and like so i don't believe in a god that doesn't mean i know a lot of people go oh you're an atheist that takes more faith to be an atheist because you don't think that i actually it's not that i think there's not a god it's that i don't know it's literally just a i don't know it's there's i mean i'm but it hasn't it hasn't risen to my uh to the to the level to where i would be like oh, okay like i'm actually fairly friendly to the concept that maybe of a ds a deist thing where there is a god and he generally doesn't give a shit about us or like <laughs> he's a neocon you know, 
Yeah, he's an ego. <laughs> like, he doesn't care about us, or he's an asshole, or whatever. Or just, like, but not... I mean, I do find, like, Reed kind of goes on a lot about It's like, the more specific of a claim <clears> you're <throat> making, the more I'm like, what are you talking about? So, like, I wouldn't... I am actually wouldn't even be the least bit surprised. And if anything, I might even lean towards that there's we were probably created in some sense some way by something you could call a higher power but I, at the end of the day i don't know and that's such a i don't know like it's such a weird thing to even act like i have any sort of you know anything at all and i haven't seen any sort of evidence that would l- really lean me one way or another aside from incredulity to where i'm like i this is so crazy that it has to be made by god but even that's like a very much like very fallacious thinking to where it's like i don't I mean, maybe I don't fucking know. Who knows? Maybe the, the the reality just exists, and that's that. And there's no God. I mean, that I don't fucking know. Like, you don't know either. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm at. Like, and so yeah, I just more. I, I guess the big my biggest thing is just Gnostics in general. Just like people who assert they know something, and they're like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, I guess you you can't know for sure and say definitely. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just that's just my personal belief. I think, what am I? I asked my dad a long time ago about this because I guess like after the heart the, the heartbreak with the church and whatever, and you realize that it's that like you know organized religion is bullshit. I was like, well, well how do you know? Like, why? Because he's he's a religious guy and he's one of the best people I know. So I'm like, how how do you know that there's a god? Because I see the way you act and I see like the way he's acted out his entire life and the decisions that he makes every day it's influenced by, by, by God, by what he sees as God. And he, and he told me, he's like, listen, man, I don't really, I'm not concerned with what other people think. I think he, he thinks that he obviously wants me to believe, but he's like, I'm not really concerned with what other people think. If they, if they think that there's a God, fine. If they don't, fine. But it's, it's the personal relationship that he has with whatever you'd like to call it. And I see him reflect that in his everyday life, you know? He's there. Mm-hmm. Listen, he was there every day after work. He's a, he worked for the post office, worked his ass off, bring me to baseball games, do this and that. And uh, you you can tell, you can tell that there's something, there's just something different that wasn't reflected in, in, in some other people. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, like, I don't, I can't tell you for sure. I don't know. And I'm not going to argue with you. I don't really, I don't really care. <laughs> you can believe yeah, what you want to believe. I guess I, you know, I, I think that there is a God. I hope there is. I hope there's some shit because otherwise like, I don't know. Then what? What do we have? Like fucking lizard people ruling us? Like Hillary Clinton? Who? What? Whatever. I mean, we have lizard people, regardless. So. Yeah, regardless. Exactly. <laughs> so like, why is God letting this shit happen? You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, whatever. I I think I think I think so. And I I kind of I guess I lead my life uh, the the best I can as if they were a god. If that makes any yeah. sense to you. Yeah. And I honestly don't really care too much uh, anymore. Like like I said I I've said men, multiple times on my show and other shows. I'm past my angry atheist phase because there was a period of time where I was very much like cuz it was a big part of my life and it did form a lot of things and in in some ways negative. I do think it fucked with my thinking. Like I, I don't know, there's a lot <laughs> of things. I do think there are negative aspects to religion especially, but that's yeah. all contextual. Really depends on what you're talking about. Like if you just have some vague concept of there's someone who thinks I should do good things and not do bad things, fucking right on, brother. Like, you know, whatever. Cool. Like, yeah. but, but I mean, every, there are a lot of, a lot of people have different beliefs and different religions form different things and stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, so everyone, but, everybody has that, that concept of, uh, of, uh, I don't know. I should do good, not bad. I should do this here, not that. And that's kind of, I think that that's coming from some kind of God centric model from them, whether they call it God or whether they call it moral morals or 
whatever, you know, the state, <laughs> you see a lot of people using the state now for that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. For me, yeah. I, it's something different. So I, I don't even really like to call it God because whatever, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's an AI. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe this yeah, is no, a simulation. It's like, what is it? <laughs> it's like statistically, that is a fun one too, going down the simulation theory rabbit hole. Cause it is yeah. like technically, statistically speaking, it's actually more likely that this reality is simulation. Am I saying it's a simulation? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. It's very I, I don't possible. Know. It, it's <laughs> definitely possible if you do run, run it through your head and assume that like some, some civilization could get to that level, then it would be like, it would only make sense. They'd be having millions or billions or trillions of simulations going at once. So let me tell you are. something crazy. So uh, I told you that I was like the music, not the director, but I, I used to organize all the, I think you muted yourself, but I used to organize all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I had a crack open a beer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to organize uh, like the, the fake sheets and the sheet music for the stuff. So I was like really immersed in music. And then, and you notice that I'm, I'm also immersed in art. And when you do, when you do art on a, a tablet, a digital tablet, it's really just light. So the, like if, if I put a red color on it, it's, it's, uh, it's just light that's reflect, reflect, refracting at a higher, at a higher frequency. That's, and that creates red, like on your hat. That's how I perceive that. And it's the same thing with music. With music, if I play an A note, that vibrates 440 hertz per second. So that's how I perceive that note. And, and, and then you can go down the scale, uh, you know, left or right, however you want to go. So it's like, this shit is just like straight up calculations. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, it's just math. When I, when I play music, it's like, if sometimes you can play and just jam and do whatever you want, but sometimes if you're playing technically, it's just math. And sometimes if I'm drawing, if you see the latest one I did of Zuby, I did like a highlighter green, and then that's accented with a highlighter, uh, with the highlighter pink and those are just like two colors on the other on each side of this this spectrum and they they go with each other because of the way that they refract so i'm like this is all just numbers it's like ones and zeros so yeah may, maybe this is a simulation i don't know I, I don't even know if this this is what this show is about but whatever this is what you people are getting this is top lobster telling you some crazy shit <laughs> hey we're just shooting the shit like fuck it i just i, I want to see where your head at head is at what you're about in the and clouds yeah. So it kind of, I want the next thing I want to touch on was morality. And we were talking about religion. That's kind of, I figured it was a good segue from there to there. And it, I mean, I, I did touch on a, actually, I don't know. It might, it'll be released by now, but I had Phil Labonte on We were, I was talking about, and I think I talked about Reed a little bit too, that I am starting to think that there is probably some utility also, even from like a, you know, someone like me, that's an atheist or whatever of like utility to there being religious people. Cause I do think, I personally am of the opinion that you can completely derive your morality from a logical and, you know, way. Personally, I do. Like, I mean, really, it's as simple as I've said it multiple times is, hey, I don't want people to hurt me or take my shit. So wouldn't it make sense for me to advocate for everyone to do that? Not hurt yeah. people and not take their shit. It's really just that simple. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, well, there'd be situations where blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but now you're destroying your reputation and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. anyways... I do think I, I think a lot of people do struggle with wrapping their head around that concept. I, th I do think there's some utility to there being some vague prepackaged ideology of like religions that do have this like built-in morality to some extent. I mean, I would obviously, you know, coming from where I come from, have disagreements on like whether those actual like you know scriptures or whether it be uh, Islam or Christianity actually really endorse the the values that people think they do you know what i mean like mm. 
for example, like the biggest thing that kind of drove me drove me away from Christianity was it's like it's clearly not cool the homosexuality thing. And like for some reason, while I'm not gay, that was like a big thing. Like when I was growing up, was like the gay? the gay marriage thing. No, I'm not gay. Oh, I mean, shit, but... I mean, <laughs> in Twitter, I'm gay. But <laughs> but like me too. <laughs> I just it never logically made sense to me like why like the Bible would. I mean, I can understand on some sense, but at the same time, I'm like it doesn't. I mean. It's possible that that like the well, it's possible that the Bible like speaks against that in in, a, in, a, in like a mind, not a minor way, but like briefly, the same way it speaks again against like eating pork or, or shellfish, you know, as like a maybe as like a warning it, to that. It's I, mentioned I don't know. in the New Testament too. So I, but yeah. I, I'm not trying to argue scripture. I was just uh. no, no. I, what I mean is, I, I'm not me neither. I because I don't I don't really read the Bible as uh, I don't read it literally. Like that's that's where people in the church also get that you know they'll jump down your throat if you think that I don't know Jonah was eaten by a whale and the stomach acid didn't dissolve him. I read it for like all right, what are the story? What's the story you're trying to tell me? And and what's the story you're trying to tell these like these people that lived in a village? I don't know how long ago that really didn't have this kind of concept of morality or whatever we think. They didn't have mm. a Twitter or or a Mises Institute to buy a book from and understand. So it's maybe maybe it's some of that you know yeah i, I don't think i don't think it, I like it you're aggravated me right now <laughs> like part of me is like <laughs> go ahead go like, for no. it <laughs> no i don't really want to because i feel like we're getting the weeds but <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I really don't care that much it's just the autistic part of me that's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, i get what you're saying the the uh looking at it like from uh because a lot of people look at like <clears throat> scriptures like a metaphor in some senses i know it's a big jordan peterson thing and I mean, you can kind of get the weeds of like, I, I actually do completely get it. There are obviously certain parts of the Bible that are meant to be read as a, they're legit fucking parables and shit. They weren't supposed to be literal, but there are parts where they're like, it's pretty clear they're laying down moral edicts. And uh, especially if you're talking New Testament. Deuteronomy. Yeah. Or... You know, especially if you're talking New Testament, because there's always that like scapegoat that you can go, well, that was in the Old Testament and not the new. And, you know, Christ abolished the, the old law and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, that's why you always, always people be like, well, that was in the Old Testament. And now I'm like, all right, well, I'll find you a fucking quote in the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And there are quotes against homosexuality in the New Testament. So, but, you, you know, I, yeah. People don't really consider also that, hey, forget it, man, my mom will hang me for this, but the, <laughs> the Bible has been manipulated. There's been books left out mm -hmm. and it's been changed and, and translated. So I, I don't know. I can't, yeah. I can't really say. I, when, I know that when, I, I've read it a long, like a long time ago, and then I'll read parts of it here and there. And I know that there's definitely some some parts to it that uh that still that that will maintain value throughout time. And then there's parts to it where I just disregard. There's like I don't know, I forget the guy's name. He has a bald pate, and he tells God to sick some bears on these kids that made fun of him. And then <laughs> yeah. he did it. It's like okay, like this is it's it's neither here nor there, you know. And, and people will use that and say, well, we should disregard the whole thing now. And yeah. I'm like, maybe not. Maybe there's something in there that will give you some value. Just like like I was reading, uh, well, I, I read uh, uh, Rules for Radicals or or uh, or the that new book. Uh, I forget the name of um, uh, Don't Throw Out the Comedians from Ben Burgess, your, your boy, Ben Burgess. <laughs> I, I read halfway through that. And it's like, listen, there's there there might be something in there for me. And I think there was, mm -hmm. you know, I haven't finished it yet, but definitely there's something in there like Rules for Radicals or. It, whatever read read what you can take what yeah. you can from it and oh, the people yeah, I, that yeah i'm by no means saying that there's nothing good to be taken out of the bible at all or whatever yeah. i'm just i mean there is a 
it's just when we're talking about a, an entire ideology, but even then it can be interpreted multiple different ways. But and I was just going into that. That's kind of what the biggest thing that kind of pushed me away because it just didn't never made sense. That was one of the biggest flaws. But it's but, not, uh, I don't, is it, is it, is it that, or is it the people that kind of beat you over the head with it? Uh, I actually didn't really, that, if anything, it was actually the opposite because um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were definitely people, you know, that were like made a thing of it, but if anything, like, Growing up, they kind of was that was like a thing they kind of I don't know, ignored to some extent that that side mm-hmm. of things. I mean, I'm doing me wrong. There were some people that I knew that were very much like, yeah, no, that's a sin. Like you can't do that. Like that's not okay, especially with like the gay marriage debate. But a lot of it was just like ignoring and just breezing over the fact that like the Bible clearly in places condemns it. So yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm probably gonna get hate for this when it comes out, but Whatever. and that's kind of the point. Like the uh, the Bible, you know, has like. You, I know. Growing up, when I was a kid, like my parents were literally like uh, believed the Earth was like six thousand years old. Now they don't, <laughs> and like almost, and you know what? That was actually a pretty commonplace belief in the church at that point in time. Like when I was growing up, you know, and I'm only twenty nine, so yeah. fucking, and now it is not a commonplace belief. There's, a, you know, and that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like it, they kind of, even the church itself, to some extent, kind of shifts its belief based on what's like acceptable like even now with like the gay thing that i brought up most people that's i mean i don't really hang out in church much more but i would uh, surmise that that's not a commonplace belief in the in the church these days or they kind of ignore it to where that it's it's it's, you know it's wrong you know what i mean they'll they'll shy away from it yes because now it's now it's socially acceptable it was actually i i was saying that to my uh my aunt she's a she's her and her husband that passed away pastors of a pentecostal church and they were doing like big rallies marching against the gay marriage and this was years ago when, you know, when that was popular and, and okay. And I told him, I was like, you sure you want to do that? Like, you don't think that there's going to be any kind of like ill will towards you later. And I learned about Ron Paul and blowback and all that shit. Well, now, you know, <laughs> now look what's happening. And it's not, it's not to say like, I, I don't know. I don't really know what's happened. I know that, that down, down by me, they're, they're doing like some, I don't know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on, but it's like, you know, you, you excluded these people who should have never been excluded in the first place. And now it's almost like they're pushing, they're pushing you as far as they can go, like on purpose. Now they're, now they're antagonizing you in in the church, the religious mm-hmm. community, and you kind of deserve it because yeah. look at what you did to them, you know, yeah. but yeah. it's annoying. It's fucking yeah. annoying. But the whole, the whole thing I was getting, the <laughs> whole segue I was building towards, I was just kind of wanted to know what your morality is roughly like uh, I, I assume i probably can guess considering you come from like a religious thing a religious perspective somewhat but i was just kind of like are you do you believe in objective morality subjective morality i mean how does that tie into like natural rights like because like i've, I've insinuated i'm actually i don't believe in uh subject or in uh, <coughs> objective morality because i'm i don't i mean really like the only way that makes sense in my opinion is if you have a god belief because then you do have some place you can set your objective morality upon mm. but you know like I mean, people will argue that, but you mean like as far as like judging other people, what they're doing wrong, maybe that kind of that kind of thing. Uh, No, just uh, objective and subjective morality is just usually just like whether like I don't know how to to explain it, Um, like whether there is like define definitive right and wrong, basically. So like, you know, I mean, like then that is a hard one. This is where a lot of people get into the re, you know, like start freaking the fuck out when you have this argument because you're like, well, if. If if things are subjective, then everything falls to shit. And it's like, well, I mean, like, well, there are plenty of things that are subjective, and still within those subjectivity, like, 
preferable things arise to the top. So like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. morality the, can be subjective and still be like, well, there's a preferable mo- uh, mode of morality within subjectivity. You know? did, did you hear, <laughs> did you hear Clint talk with Thaddeus Russell? Yes. On his podcast. Yeah. So there's a point where he, they bring up postmodernism and then, and Thaddeus, like, just like, he, he's like, fuck you. Cause I, you know, I guess he's tired of the question. But th- at some point in that conversation, Clinton was talking about Vin Armani and traditionalism. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. And then Thaddeus Russell makes a great argument for postmodernism. And I'm like, I agree with that. But Thaddeus kind of went off and said, uh, like, like, he he kind of he kind of dismissed traditionalism also as like uh, uh I guess it's garbage. He's like, no, 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 that's not really the way to go, and it's not pro freedom. I I think I, I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I agree. You should you should have an open mind to certain things, and I'm not. Re- I don't know. I try my best not to be too judgmental about what people do anyway. But maybe I want to live my life to a little bit of with a little bit of tradition. You know, maybe maybe I want to emulate what my father did. I think I think it worked a little bit. Maybe I want to improve on his mistakes if I think that there were, you know, maybe maybe I want to adopt some new ideas that I have now from this community of, you know, with you guys that I see a lot of these great ideas, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm somewhere seems in between. Like, seems like you're kind of similar to me because like I get kind of what you're driving at and they're like with uh, a lot of like they're, you're kind of getting at with like culture kind of there and like how like he was he did kind of dog and I, I kind of am like in the middle where I can see how to some extent the modern day say say for example the nuclear family uh, to some extent that is a oh, that's some, what he said yeah he was yeah. like yeah yeah okay to some extent that is a <laughs> modern ish creation especially in the in the scope of history but i also is like how much of that can we discount and how much of that is actually just cuz like that's just like i don't know how, how can i say it? how much of that is just nature and how what is driven you know what I mean? I'm not saying necessarily that like, you know, I mean, a big part of this is kind of gets into like the state fuck shit up. Cause I mean, some of it is like the, I mean, not that everything's the fucking state's fault, but I, I do think to some extent it kind of drives certain, <laughs> certain norms and shit. Cause for example, you know, the state is part of marriage. So it's instituted mm-hmm. marriage. So it's like, say for example, to, to take it from a, you know, Thaddeus perspective and like how you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, well now the state is to some extent endorsed man, woman, marriage. You know, like me and like now I know it's like man, man, woman, woman too as well, but it's still one and one. So, you know, that kind of is like, you know, it, it kind of in some sense kind of eliminates like say polyamory from the equation. And like to some extent, like now they don't get to compete with the other, you know what I mean? Like, whereas if we didn't have the state involved in marriage, we could just have people that were, you know, having their own personalized, you know, cohabitation fucking situations, whether they want to call that marriage or whatever. And so who knows, maybe there'll be some dude, some family down the road that has, you know, some chick that's getting porked by three dudes. She calls their husband. And, you know, I mean, there's another family down the road with like two chicks and or, or three chicks and a dude or whatever, whatever the fuck, you know, like who knows? And maybe somehow within that, these like, it's almost like a free market of families amongst those rises a, a superior family. You know what I mean? But like to some extent, with, now with the, blonde the, hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're the superior race. No, <laughs> no but yeah. you, I think you get what I'm driving. It's like <clears> the state kind of like, I had someone t- trying to talk to me about this, like before the, like, if do I believe in these like traditional right cultural values? And it's kind of like, yes and no. Cause it's, but mm. it's at the same time, it's like, I think the state gets in the way of like, like if we didn't have the state, I do think, it would be like the kind of cream rises to the top and eventually you kind of get what is a superior 
culture or whether that be in, in relation to a family, whatever, I, I do lean towards it's most likely something similar to a nuclear family, personally. You, you, know, you know what, what I mean? kind of, yeah, like you make a good argument that the state does interfere because what throws a wrench in, like right away when when uh, Thaddeus Russell said, you don't need the nuclear family, I, I like before he said, well, you could have, you know, a community of people raise, raising the kids is like, yeah, yeah, it takes a village, whatever. But it, it, the state really, especially in New York, puts a bad taste in my mouth because I see a lot of single mothers and I see how that how that kind of uh, family construction ends up. And and I don't know, you can call me a traditionalist, but like I'm not doing that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing the opposite of that. And I'm definitely not going to leave my kids no matter how much my wife pisses me off or whatever it is, because I feel like maybe it's my ego, but I maybe maybe the kids need me there. You know, maybe they need a balance. Right. My son falls down and my wife runs over to him. But if he falls down in front of me, I wait and see if he gets up, you know, get up. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to get a bleed. What are you? Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they need that. They need You know, I, I think I think you need yeah. a little both uh, yin and yang. But yeah. whatever. If you want to raise your kids with two moms, two dads, one mom, one dad to go go right the fuck ahead. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And. You do what you do. <laughs> yeah, but even from like economic sense, I'm driving as a state like perverts the incentives to where it's like mm-hmm. we don't know what is the superior setup to some extent because of the fact that they've kind of fucked. I didn't even think of the fact that you're getting at how it does. The state does incentivize, you know, like, you know, uh, divorced families and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they all is also like the welfare, you know, single mothers, stuff like that. So that is also they are like it's kind of funny how like you get this like it's almost like there's this concept of like this, you know, takes a village is almost kind of this lefty thing. And they are also kind of similarly the ones pushing for this, like, you know, like, well, there's, there's no reason she, you should look down on the person who's raising their children alone. But it's like, that's also not the same thing as the raise a village. It doesn't mean just a single woman. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it would really probably be set up differently than that. Like it would well, probably be a community, you know, maybe for them it's that way, but I wouldn't yeah. live in that fucking village. That's for sure. Yeah. I live in my own village with people. <laughs> I have my own commune, like with with a bunch of acres and and people that I trust that will do things, or you know that that we can sustain this together. People that I trust. That's yeah, that's, and then we can figure that out later. Yeah, but that's not very with much you like That's very much like a Hoppa thing with the covenant community. So it's like oh, shit, we kind we kind of we kind of already were talking <laughs> about like on an individual level amongst families, but even then on a larger level on communities, you would have competing communities, and that was kind mm-hmm. of like something Hoppa drove at that you would have competing communities that would like you know you may have these areas where it's like I don't know whatever you could <laughs> maybe consider the cultural lefties would kind of naturally migrate to that area, and then you could have the other people migrate to this area, and like you would end up having different communities that, and even then on a community level would most likely have thriving communities and communities that were not doing as well. So like, it is like we, the state just in so many regards fucks with shit where it's like, we don't really know what, and that's why the cultural like argument. And to some extent is almost like a, it's almost an illusion. It's almost a fucking a uh, misnomer. It's like something that just like really distracts us from the real problem. Like, like, I mean, you want to have three husbands or bang a dude? Like, who cares? I mean, like, we're arguing about whether that is the, you know, preferable way to live when it's like, really, neither of us really know. We're just making assumptions because the state has kind of fucked with us to not allow us to be able to have that, you know, ongoing experiment at all times. You know what I mean? So Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree completely. 
All right, let's move on to. I kind of want to know. I have a feeling I kind of know, but your political philosophy. Like, I know you said you don't like to put a label on it, but mm-hmm. you like. No, we'll start off easy. Minarchist, anarchist. Like, you know, I mean, I, I feel yeah. like you can you could easily put a label there, right? Yeah, and anarchist. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. All right. This guy's like, fuck, we're going to have to end this early if you said something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a fun one. Which do you prefer? Which would you prefer, monarchy or democracy? Okay, but this is I already see. Yeah, I, I already know how this goes. I, I read that book. Did, did you see the book that I posted uh, from the, the, the Prince of Liechtenstein? My, oh, my, yeah. Yeah. Why am I yeah, asking? Because I know your answer. <laughs> my boy Patrick. What's up, Patrick? He bought me that for Christmas, and uh, it, it, it it's a good book. Um, it actually he paid like twenty bucks for it. Now it's worth like one hundred and fifty. So yeah, I guess a monarchy would be better. And uh, for my reasonings, maybe because you, they have some kind of personal ownership in making sure that this shit doesn't just completely crumble. Right yeah. now, as a democracy, it, the democracy that we have, where we're just kind of switching guys out, like seventy year old people out. Every couple of years, no, nobody cares. We're running this shit into the ground as fast as they can, as long as they can get theirs and get out. You know, that's what's yeah, going on here. And I was talking in one of our GCs, the uh, group chats, the other day, and uh, someone kind of brought up, and I don't know why I didn't thought of it in this in this mode. That in anything, our uh, ideal society. I'm <coughs> assuming our ideal society. I mean, I mean, I assume that you know, you know, anarchy, you know, private property anarchy, you know, market anarchy, whatever the hell you want to call it, like. Really, it would just be, you know, say for America, 350 million monarchs. So, like, that's kind of what it. So, it, that's kind of why it is like it makes sense that we would like monarchy would be preferable. Um, yeah. No, we was kangs. Yeah, we was kangs. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Oh, yeah, it, you're the well. You're the. I guess you're the kind of king of your own household, right? Well, yeah. You know, sort of. You okay. you, you make the rules at least for your children and. Mm-hmm. The rest is a negotiation with your wife or however you want to run it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's preferable to whatever the fuck is going on in D.C. right now. Okay. Now, yeah. economically, I'm assuming you're on the capitalist side. I assume we can just probably breeze past that. I yes. Assume. So Ooh, you're, you're not. You're not buy my t-shirts. You're not like an Ancom. <laughs> no. No, right. no. So, okay. Now I'm going to want to talk about like thoughts on tactics and how we get there. This is where things get a little bit. uh and this is like I, I like the caveat, and like we're really just—I don't think any of us really know when it comes to tactics. Are such a super soft science, and it really is like I know a lot of people are like, oh well, we need to go the Republican route. We need to elect the LP. Some people will be crazy enough to say the liber- elect a Democrat, which I don't know the fuck you would get there, but there are people who say that, you know, or you know, like me who thinks that we should go more like the agorist route. And there are people who say all of them. Like I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on it. And like I, like I said, I'm not going to judge you one way or the other, you know, unless you say like the Democrat thing. I might judge you a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> first things first. Things first. Mark Claire, I did a profile picture for you and you just did a uh, debate with Dave Smith and Thoe Bishop. And I don't want to pay for the Patreon. So just send that my way because I want to see what you guys said. <laughs> I go back and forth on this shit, man. Like uh, Clinton, yeah. Thoe had that. Uh, they had a debate. Should we should we do the Mises caucus in the Libertarian Party or? Or the Republicans should should Dave run as this or that? I I'm not really sure, man. I think I think uh like what what we're doing here right now, what you what you've been doing for sixty episodes or so, just keep pushing, keep creating your own form of propaganda. Talk to who talk to who will listen. Reach reach the remnant. Drew uh Drew had a great video about that. Reach the remnant. Reach the people that are still willing to listen. So. My my niche is not necessarily doing a podcast or interviewing people. I don't think I'm that good at it. So I, I, I'm creating visual propaganda, you know, 
I want people, someone today in, in Germany bought a Reed Mises, not Mark shirt. And when they get that, they're going to wear that outside, I hope. And people see that and, and maybe they'll say, what the fuck is that about? And then you start the conversation and you start to change minds from there. So I don't know, whatever you can do to change minds, does Dave Smith, uh, should he take over the Libertarian Party? Maybe. Do it. I mean, it's right there. Do it. Should he go to the Republican Party and uh, get treated like a Andrew Yang or a Tulsi Gabbard? Maybe. You can get you can get a lot of followers. They have like, a, I don't know, how many, 20 million followers or some shit like that. That's a good route. Talk to people. Talk to people about liberty. Talk to them about freedom. Talk to them about shit that they don't hear in public school or from their parents or their family. As long as you're you're saying this, you know, that's what I had. I had a kind of a uh, man, some mixed feelings when like Vin Armani was going after Dave Smith like that. It's like, ah, come on, dude. You know, I get it. Like he's mad. He thinks he's wasting his time. But then it's also like, you know, that's a grown man. He's going to he he has a right to do whatever he wants. Yeah. If you have I some felt, input. I felt some type of way about that, too, for a minute. And then I realized I think Vin was intentionally being a provocateur to cause. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. To, you know what I mean? Like. And so it's, looking yeah. at that way, I'm like, okay, I mean, still kind of cunty, but yeah, that's okay. a, that, now you're in Austin <laughs> Peterson territory where you're, yeah. you're talking about, you know, nuking Japan just to get likes or followers or, or get the algorithm on your side, I guess. I mean, I, but I think the difference style. is, I mean, don't get me wrong, like Austin Peterson, I don't know if he believes that or not. I mean, I think he probably does. But Vin was saying something he legitimately <clears> believed. <throat> he was just saying it in an antagonizing manner, yes. which makes sense on Twitter. Because, like, if you're trying to cause, I mean, and Vin, Vin's even said that. Like, he's all about the magic. He's all about, you know, making, you know, it's kind of like the Edward Bernays propaganda stuff. Like, and it, I, I can get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't like how he came at Dave. But at the same time, if he had... Do you really think if he had tweeted at Dave, hey, Dave, here are my principal objections to your current, <laughs> you know, uh, political trajectory and blah, 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 blah. Ignored like, it. Yeah. He, he would have ignored it. <laughs> this is an issue. This is an issue with Dave Smith, too. Yeah. It's like I hear like, yeah, I, I make T-shirts, but let me tell you about this issue with Dave Smith is that yeah, if you want if you want to get a response from him, call him a faggot or something, you know, like yeah. it's it, it's it's just the nature of these things like. Like even on my Twitter page, there's like people that I don't follow and I'm like, I'm constantly seeing their tweets. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I intentionally don't follow you, but Twitter puts it up there because maybe it can read like the the anger or just the disgust on my face when I see it. I'm like, why do you keep showing this shit to me? And, well, and get, yeah, get retweets from people, you know, and shit because or, or likes or, or or comments. And so that's just popping up. So, I mean, t- that is one shitty thing about Twitter. It is very much driven by this like. Yeah. hate thing which to some extent i kind of love it for, i kind of love it for Let that it flow extent, through you <laughs> yeah i, I kind of love it like i love this shit and it's like it's so much different than facebook because facebook is like that is a place where you go i mean not anymore but it used to be before it was like super like shitty that could be a place you could go and you could have a long you know thought out you know structured debate blah blah blah. but like in some sense i'm not even in the spot where i really want to debate people like i will throw out concepts and if someone comes at me some type of way I'll be like, just send them back some fucking, you know, I'll just be like, you know, the joke is like on Twitter, like, you know, well, your, your, your opinion is pee pee poo poo or, or something you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't care. I have no, like for the most part, depend, I mean, depending on how you come at me, I have generally have no interest in like really debating you. Like, I just want to fuck with you have you ever like, seen, and throw out ideas. <laughs> you ever seen the, the meme of the guy? He's in a, he's in like a bathroom stall and he's like, he's got his hands on one side and his feet on the other side and he's pissing and shitting at the same time, just right on the floor. Yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly how I use Facebook. I turned off my notifications. So I don't know if they're even talking back to me. I go there. I'm like, I just drop some bullshit 
and I let you fight about it. And then I go on Twitter and talk with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, it's, 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 it's an issue, though. It's a, this is a big issue because Vin is right to use Twitter in such a manner because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, maybe he got followers off of it. He definitely got a lot of engagement. Um, I mean, freaking Hotep Jesus wrote a book. Have you read Hotep Jesus' book about that? No, but I know that's a big thing of his, and it is, makes sense. It's just you manipulating Smart. social media, you know? That's all it is. Like, Yeah, it, it actually got me uh, – I haven't been using the tactics as much, but uh, when I when I wanted to get some more attention, I started to use those tactics, and then and then it kind of correlated when I put up my artwork and more people see this shit. So there's something to it. because Once you understand the algorithm, then you kind of game it. But it's just shitty. You know, it's just yeah. really <laughs> – there's no <laughs> – yeah, there's yeah. nothing being like solved or, or spoken about that's good most of the time. Yeah, if, no, it is like uh, even <clears throat> the, even the people who like you were mentioned, Dave, and how it is like that's the best way to get a hold of him is call him a faggot. But like, mm-hmm. it is like the same time, like and it is like he, him and others will. And I'm not really trying to be accusatory, but like they will very much be like you know like oh we're trying to have unity and we're gonna ignore these people that are bad actors and blah blah blah. But then they'll fall right into it. But at the same time. Like you gotta think if you're him scrolling that timeline, what is it showing him? Like that's what it's showing him. And so it's like he probably isn't seeing the people that are like, hey man, you know, uh, I don't know, I'd like to see you for or this or oh, oh great show or or I don't know, like like actual principled things or or like hey, we could talk about this or whatever. But so it's just the hate that rises to the top on Twitter, and that's just the nature yeah. of the beast. But I fall <laughs> for it too, man. Like sometimes yeah. I'll post something and they'll be like, Oh wow, that's really cool, or this and that, and I'll just be like, Yeah, like. Like, like, yeah. like, and then somebody says something shitty. And I'm like, I'm thinking the whole day. I'm like, what should I say to this motherfucker? But then I don't, I, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say anything. Cause I, I realized the game. So I was yeah. just like, I'll leave it alone. But that's the one, that's the one that I'm like, Hmm, I should answer him back. I should say yeah. something. If it's I mean, I'm not, I don't try to fight it when it comes to like Twitter. Cause I mean, I've made, I totally made like, I don't know what I said, but I made some joke tweet once before the like, Hey, like this is like, or, or like, I don't know what I said, but some long lines of like, Oh, all these people saying, Oh, we should we should be polite and have these great conversations or and blah 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 blah. And it's like motherfucker, this is Twitter. Like we're clowning yeah. in this bitch. Like this is a toilet like, bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it is like to some extent. I also do kind of get annoyed with people that are like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like annoyed with you, but there are a lot of people who are like, well, we should all just get along in unity or this or that no. on Twitter. But it's like go to, <laughs> go, to fu- go somewhere else because that's not what Twitter yeah. is like. You I'm know, not like, saying that. I'm yeah. just I'm just stating that this is this is what Twitter is. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it. I, I don't partake all the time. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't spend my whole day on Twitter if I didn't enjoy this insanity. But I just like sometimes I'll take part of it. Sometimes I won't. You know, and I try not. I'm like, ah, oh, God. Just I try not to. I try not to take part in it because it's just like I don't know how like the Ace does this. I don't know how he does this all day. It's oh, fucking yeah. crazy. He just goes and 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 everything he posts back to these people is a zinger too. I'm like, man, your brain is fantastic. I don't know how you do this. Yeah, I can't take, do it. It's gotta take a lot of patience. Cause like I say that, but I used to be the guy who would argue on Facebook all the time. But Facebook is set up so much differently to where it is like <clears throat> you don't like you don't have the character limit. It's just like the whole yeah. template is just more set up to be able to have these long form discussions. Whereas Twitter yeah. is not, it's a pain in the ass to have a long discussion with someone on Twitter. So it's like, I, right. you, you aren't worth my time to that extent where I'm going to make 
long threads to to you know devote to like you know countering every point you bring up and it's like to some extent it's just like you know i'm just gonna call you a retard and move on like you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't have time for you <laughs> yeah the character limit definitely saved me from like <laughs> sometimes i'll write like i'm like you know what motherfucker let me tell you about this and that and then it's like oh wait 180 i'm like ah fuck this whole thing so i just delete it i'm like i'm not even gonna bother facebook yeah. you can go down that and and i've i've learned again you know what even if i'm talking to these people in real life i, I like i've had a discussion with some of these people i cooked dinner for them they came to my house we sat down and i've had a discussion with it with, with them being okay with the state imposing violence on me i i said something like i, I don't remember it was something to the effect of like all right well i'm selling these t-shirts i made x amount of money how much is okay for the state to take from my kids mm. And and they'll tell you with a straight face, this like, yeah, no, you should be paying taxes, whatever the fuck. And I was like, but what if I don't? I like, you're okay with with just taking it from me? You're gonna and they'll say, Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? There's no I don't even know why I'm talking to these people. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done yeah. even typing. No, I'm just gonna draw. Like, I've gone on multiple times, <laughs> and that's like my thing. It's like, and I think to some extent, this discourse we're talking about here and how we aren't like really wanting to debate to some extent we are kind of driving what we want because or at least what i want like i kind of want a divide to some extent like if anything i see that is if we create a rift between us and them like and i'm not saying this way that like i'm gonna go we're gonna go fight or whatever like if they if, i mean maybe they will but i don't want to but yeah. <laughs> i just, i just want to have whether it's intellectually or even physically i want to create a rift where it's like you know, like these are my people and these are those people. And, you know, fucking like, you know, like that's that, you know, like kind of like, I know a lot of people talk about secession. I've talked about having like soft secession or nullification or soft nullification where it's just like, you know, you have areas where it's like, well, yeah, we, we just don't do that. And I feel <laughs> yeah. like to some extent, this discourse we're talking about, you know, where we just almost to some extent just disregard them. You're like, I have no interest in dis discussing this with you. I mean, it's one thing you do have to understand. Like if you can see a glimmer of someone like legitimately being like, Oh, I'm interested in your perspective, blah, blah, blah. blah. But if, yeah. if it's someone who's just like, you know, to some extent, the remnant concept is a great concept for a reason. Cause it's like, you, I mean, don't get me wrong. I guess to some extent, no one's beyond saving, but at the same time, not everyone's worth your time. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I, I think memes too are a good, uh, they're a good indicator of the remnant. Like first you have to, you have to like really scratch someone, have them develop a callus if they're not ready yet. Then when they get mm -hmm. that callus, you'll see if they're strong enough to, to question more about what you're saying. And then maybe you could talk to them seriously after baby. I actually red pilled, um, <laughs> red pilled somebody. I guess it, this is the way to go about it. So she's a, she's a family friend and, uh, having problems with her, her mother and all that. And I, I would always talk to her about like Liberty shit like that. And I, I, at one point I said, you know what, if your mother's causing all these issues and your, and your family issues, why don't you just move out? Oh, I can't afford it right now. So, you know what, come and move in with me and my wife. We have a spare bedroom at the time. She came, she moved in. And I was just like, I was like, do whatever you want, but you know, be autonomous and, and try to figure out, try to figure out the next step. And she did. Now she's now she's like married and she's uh, she's renting. She has an apartment with her boyfriend, longtime boyfriend. Oh, she, sorry. She's getting married. But uh, and, and she went from like a Democrat to I moved her all the way over to like, I think she voted for Trump this election, which is like not quite my intention. But, you know, it's the right some, direction, sort of. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Just keep just keep going. And then I showed her, 
you know, I showed her the uh, the Waco documentary and all this shit, and I can see the seeds of of uh, oh, you froze there a little bit. Uh, whatever, I, I can see the seeds of uh, of anarchy kind of uh, you know sprouting in her. So yeah. it takes time. It takes time, and I I think I think that's that that's the way to approach people. Once you see that there's a little glimmer of light, if they want to listen, then then you just keep red pilling them. And and I find it's fun. It's fun for me, and it's best for me when i do with humor and just like real like dark humor if you don't get it whatever yeah there's definitely cool. something to memes you bring up a good point where it's like that's a good way to like identify the remnant <clears throat> or or remnant uh adjacent you know <laughs> like freedom but, through memed them right? yeah that's, uh, one of the one of the first books i bought from i think pete, pete wrote that yeah, Petey, yeah 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 uh so w- one more question just for f- fun well i guess a couple more but the boog what are your thoughts on the boog yes no dumb <laughs> I thought I, <laughs> I thought the boog was like big gay for a little while, but mm-hmm. then I said I don't know Magnus Magnus kind of changed my mind. It's it's again one of those things where you see like a lot of like like all oh, these people are larping, being kind of corny. But I I heard Magnus on the last few podcasts and and even Spike Cohen to a to a certain extent. I see like like what what he was doing with them. I don't know. You don't want that though. I think they know the, these people, the people that you're opposing. I, let me say this. I think that they have their place when they're out there in the protest. I'm not out there, but they are. And they are kind of preventing some kind of maybe brutality from the police or whatever you might say. So so that's good. But if if you're a boog boy and you think you're going to oppose the state in some way, it's like, no, no, no. They're, they're professionals at violence. That's what they do. And they perfect it. That's the only thing that they do good. You don't want that. I don't want that. I don't, I, I don't know. People that want a civil war that they're saying, no, we're going to do the Republicans. Are like, you don't want that either because, you know, you're going to get shot in the gut or your friend's going to get shot in the in the leg and bleed out. And it's like it's not it's not that simple where, you know, I, I think your ideas are better than the opposing side. But that's not really how this works. Once you start, once bullets start flying, that's not that's not what I want. Yeah, you I know? mean, it really, really it comes down to how you define it. And I've said this before. It's kind of the same thing where I've talked with Reed about the lib unity. It's really about, like, how you define it. Because, like, if you're, like, say with lib unity, if you're saying I need to compromise my values in any way, no, fuck you. But, like, mm-hmm. if you just want me to meet you where you're at and you meet me where I'm at and we'll kind of work together on things we agree on, sure, whatever. Like, who cares? And that's, like, with the boog, it's, like, if you're talking, like, civil war, like, no, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, but now if we're talking like defensive collectivized like or collectivized defense of some sort like we work together to provide defense whether it's from the state or whatever sure but like yeah basically if you're like ever working in an offensive capacity like <clears throat> I know a lot of people will be like well 1776 I do think there I do think if there was ever a movement that was like you know uh, captivating enough you could we could overthrow the government but now I don't think that's the way to go I think that's a you're going to cause a whole lot more problems than you fix. Like at best, at absolute best, you may end up with a marginally better government, but at what cost? At the cost of probably millions of deaths. You know what I mean? Like, and it's going to end up probably just being back to where it was or worse. And most likely most revolutions end with like whatever takes over is usually worse than what was there before. Yeah. So like, that's just generally not the way. But now if you're just talking about like, we want to collectivize group that like will defend against the state. If the state causes problems, 
sure. But if you ever take on any offensive capacity, it is probably going to be an issue. And mm. like, and it's not to say that the state doesn't deserve it. It's just a matter of tactically. Like that's a, uh, I don't think it's gonna work out well for you. <laughs> no, they use yeah. your own money. They yeah. use your, your own money to create weaponry that you probably can't imagine yeah. to, to kill you. So I, that's not the right, that's not the right way to do it. Um, uh, what was you just you just put a thought in my head um oh man lost it <laughs> you said uh i think you were talking about opposing oh take like taking down the government i don't know but it's it oh oh this is what i was going to say um the people the people who want revolution you, you can have a bloody revolution and like you said it'll be replaced with some other kind of government but the people who want that, who are pushing for that, who seems like they already have what they want set in place. Look at this, like the the uh, the fucking the Davos crew and uh, the World Economic Forum. They already have what they want set in place. We don't. We have some nice books and some theory, but we don't really have anything set in place. Pete, Pete said a while ago, you know, the, the world is crumbling. Start building what you want to see in its place. Yep. And he's right. But we haven't done that to to the extent that we need to. So I don't, I don't know. And as far as take, taking down the government, it's kind of an absurd idea. I think the government's taking down itself. So just mm. enjoy the show. Watch, yeah. watch. I mean, look, look, look what we have here. We have a guy, <laughs> we have a president with no hands, you know, <laughs> he's falling downstairs. Yeah. You have a cop. I mean, it's this, this is a complete joke. Even the facade of democracy, whether, I don't know what you think about the election or whatever happened. But I know that most of the people on the right, at least, think that it was a, it was a legitimate. The people I know. So uh, there you go. Yeah. This it's not it's not going to last. No, I, I I agree. I mean, I think it probably was. I mean, I know the big thing is like it's kind of like you know if even if they did cheat, like well that's <clears> politics, <throat> baby. Like you know. Yeah. Sure. I mean, cheating is kind of part of the game. It's like I, I don't know. I think. Uh, God, who is it? Uh, Molebug, who brings up always brings up water polo as an example when it comes to politics and how like the, the refs can't see what's going on in the waters. So they're always mm -hmm. fucking each other up on the water. And it's kind of, well, that's part of the game, you know, like get used to it. But yeah, yeah no, it is like I, I have joke a lot that like Biden's my favorite president because it's like <laughs> he has been a perfect example of like, you know, why this is all horseshit. <laughs> like, but, yeah. um, you know, so let's finish off with uh, what are your uh, – what are your major influences? What have your big your big influences that moved you along that you're thinking? Um, where did it start? Uh, I it's I guess it started with uh with with Donald Trump, man. Go figure that. I wasn't I was sort of political, but not really. I, I guess I was a Democrat, but not really. And uh, and then Trump came in, and that that whole movement. And I started to notice people really losing their shit. So I said, all right, let me pay attention to what's going on here. There was actually a point in time I, I mentioned on, on Tommy's podcast. I, I used to work. Uh, I used to build railroad tracks and all that. And I was working in the middle of the night and it was on election day. And it's like three in the morning. And one guy from down the track just screams like, ah, so we're like, ah, oh, shit. Someone got like, you know, pinching a rail or whatever. And we're like, what happened? And he's like, Donald Trump won. And the guy had like a literally it was like a guttural scream and i was like oh this is real so i was like, all right, all right i'm paying attention i started to pay attention to what this guy's doing started to catch up on like i don't know all this like conservative republican shit then obviously you go down 
uh, Ben Shapiro, and then that leads you to uh, Dave Rubin, and and then uh, you know Joe Rogan, all the shit. And at the time, the intellectual dark web. You remember that that yeah, day the, shit? The intellectual yeah. dark web. Yeah, I was big there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like. <laughs> And I'm glad. I'm glad I listened to him. And, and Jordan Peterson came along with that. And I, I think I, I have some. I extracted some value from that. But uh, during the intellectual dark web, there was a point where they were saying like, "Oh, you need to be open minded and listen to everyone on both sides." And we have to debate and this, you know, that Dave Rubin shit, like the milk toast stuff. So I was very much there. Then uh, I was walking my dog, and some uh, YouTube started to play the next episode, and and the next episode was Dave Smith on Joe Rogan, like one of his old episodes. And I was like, oh, who is this? Who is this lefty? Because he, he right away, he starts like talking about some shit that I'm like, mm, no. But I said, you know what? Intellectual Dark Web says I should listen and hear it out and hear ideas. And, and I listened to it and I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. You know, once, once I listened to that episode, it was like three hours. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. All the rest of you guys are, are uh, what? A fake, fake and gay. So, <laughs> and then from there, obviously, you go, you know, then you get introduced to all kinds of stuff and then you start to read and then you start to really, really get autistic into this, this little space here. So yeah, it happened pretty rapidly. Like a lot of my ideas had to like, they were manifested and just murdered like almost instantly. But I don't know. That's just how it happened. Now here I am. Yeah. Well, so that, I guess that's, Dave. That's, oh yeah. Dave for sure. I mean, that seems to be the, uh, for a lot of us, Dave was definitely a big part of my my coming to. Like he's what I attribute me to being an anarchist to. Is him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's probably a good spot to kill it at. You want to go and drop your plugs? Oh yeah, uh, toplobster.com. Top Lobster with an with an A. You can see it uh, right there at the bottom. And uh, you know, check out Break the Cycle. I I I draw all the thumbnails for that, and really, we're really working to make that like a you know a decent show, so we could uh, propagandize people with with like pretty pictures and and then also a libertarian message. So check that stuff out and check out no way Jose, even though you're here already. Oh, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> go check out that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a, as always, I'm on the no way Jose YouTube channel. I'm on basically anywhere audio podcasts are at, uh, you can contact me at the Liberty movement global at gmail.com. Uh, Give me money at patreon.com slash no way Jose 2020 or give me crypto and the fed app of the same moniker there. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. If you're watching this, go sub. I'm trying to hit 300. That way I can be uncancelable. Well, actually, really, it's just so I can be lazy and not have to manually update. Till and we got it. We got to set you up with some with some uh, some merch. I got to fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get like at least two sales. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you, you have to get merch. We're gonna. You have to be autonomous. Oh, oh, I was trying to let you. You fucking made the branding. I figure it's only fair. You, you make the. I don't know, give me an affiliate link or some shit. I'll get like whatever percent there you go you know, <laughs> i will figure it you out know, r- rising tide raises all ships all that good stuff <laughs> no, you do the branding no reason you don't make some money off it so you know but well, i appreciate you coming on dude this actually been a really good conversation i really enjoyed it uh yeah, me too with that deuces <laughs>